From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 512. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by the first and last word in fountain pens. <laughs> Brad Dowdy. What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. As I was saying it, I was like, what did I call him last time? <laughs> and then it just it fell out of my mouth as I was talking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, first word, uncomplete to the end and last word. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good on the first word part. I was like, hey, okay. here's a thing. Let me um, butcher it as much as possible and then just leave it hanging like that and let everyone correct me and, and do the rest of the research for me. So that's so first word, sure, I'll buy that. Last word, eh, technically no. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. Technically uh, no. We don't do this very often, but I like to pick on it every now and then. Uh, what are mm-hmm. we using today, Brad? What you got in front of you? I have about 11 fountain pens inked right now. I was looking okay. at them yesterday. I'm really, I, I'm very, very content with the pens I currently have in rotation. And out of those, out of that group, I picked out two that are kind of, I'm more interested in, right? Like I can't, like I only have 10 fingers. I can't write with 11 pens uh-huh. at a time, right? Like I could tape each one of them to a finger and I'd still be short. Um, of fingers to use, like Edward Scissorhand style. But that doesn't but, seem like like a way to make this decision is if you could tape them to your fingers. I mean, why not? I, I, I would be okay with that. I Maybe we could pull that off one day. I don't know. Maybe no, we're like, testing out. I, I'm not completely sure why that would be like a system. Like, <laughs> I... <laughs> there, there's... <laughs> I'm broken, man. You've done it. You mean, you mean there's no system to taping ten different pens to your your ten different fingers? No, but like as um, a thing to like for you to decide how many pens you should have, it should be the same <laughs> amount of fingers that you have. <laughs> it just it just happens to to when I'm unable to count them on you know my two hands, and I have to start going into right. like other digits like in my toes uh-huh. um i tend to have too many pens inked up so that that was my overall point i'm kind of at, right. at maximum pen inked upness and i'm not able to use all the things so therefore for this show i've picked out two um that i've disattached from my fingers i guess to okay. talk about further <laughs> yesterday i i inked up a new pen yesterday which is something you i shouldn't do when i already have like 10 other pens inked up now but you need two I, more fingers. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I know, I know. I had an urge for a good blue black ink. Now, I I love my oranges and I love my blue blacks. And I usually, when I have blue black inks inked up, I have if I have ten pens inked up, I probably have like four different blue black inks. Right. So I needed more blue black ink in my pen my pen wrap and my pen storage. You know, I've got a lot of oranges inked up right now. I've got a lot of greens inked up. I have yellow inked up. I have purple inked up. I have pink inked up. I have one blue-black ink inked up, and that's Pilot Orochizuku Shinkai in the recently mentioned and purchased uh, Kanalea Levalani fountain pen. Mm. But I, I've and I've been using that pen a bunch because one, it's great, and two, it's my only blue black ink pen. And I wanted to add in another one, and it had been a while since I had a Nakaya in the rotation, and I'm of course a huge Nakaya fan, and I was missing that writing feel. 
with uh, having a Nakaya, it's 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 very unique for those who have been lucky enough to try one out. You can you know it's different. And I wanted to use one of my favorite inks, the Platinum Mount Fuji Blue Black, which is just glorious. And I have those in cartridges. So I took out my Nakaya Portable Rider in the Kuro Tamanori finish. This is a very traditional Nakaya style. It's the black with the red uh, underlying color mm. and a very just traditional kind of long cigarish type of shape. It's a very, I won't say entry level Nakaya, but it's kind of like your your base level Nakaya, right? It's, it's a very, very pure Nakaya setup. And a stock fine nib, rhodium plated nib, rhodium plated clip. So it's kind of all the way around a great pin. And for some reason, being this classic Nakaya, it always screams blue black to me, right? That's the most kind of classic fountain pen pairing in my mind. Like I, it's a black pen, but I wouldn't use a black ink in it type of thing. So this was a perfect setup. I started using it yesterday. I haven't put it down since, and I really love it. And it's just an awesome writer. So um, if y'all have any questions about that, I, I did post just like kind of a nib picture on Instagram yesterday because I was enjoying it so, so much. So uh, it is it is out there. Um, secondly, this pen I've been using for mm, maybe two weeks now. I got it at the Atlanta Pen Show, and it's a new brand to me called Tesori. So the model I have is the Tesori Venezia 2.0 Green Orange Blue Pebble. My Green Orange Blue Pebble. That is the the name of this pen. The uh, Venezia is the shape, I believe, of the pen. So Tesori, I got to speak with uh, John Tello, the maker behind the brand, Mm -hmm. um, about all of his different pens at the Atlanta Pen Show. And this is the style I ended up with. It's one of the smaller, narrower type of pens um, that Tesori makes. Um, A lot of them are a little bit bigger, but a lot of them, if you go to their website, which I'll, I'll link this particular pen, but if you pop on the website, very colorful, bright, you know, very Italian style colors, right? Um, you know, you just look at it and they're just bright and, and bold and colorful. And the unique thing, Mike, if you go to the homepage of TesoriItaly.com, you can see a bunch of the Venetian glass that John uses on the finials of the pen when manufacturing these pens. So it's this little neat homage if you will mm. that's some a lot of times color matching you know like mine has like a like an orange uh flower uh on the they look on the like top. little candies Just, yeah they look like little candies but There's this Venetian a, like a hard candy which is usually mm-hmm. sold at the seaside here called rock candy mm-hmm. sure um and it looks a lot like that yeah yeah so it's it's uh also known as mille fiori uh i think is kind of the 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 name for it uh, locally there in Italy Italy I'm sure I'm butchering that but mm-hmm. uh, that's that's how we roll anyway it's it's a <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful little add on to a a really neat and unique pen what I like about this pen and I think is probably the I don't know the most mm, controversial is not the right word but it's it's the decision it's the inflection point uh purchase on this this pen is there is no section uh no traditional fountain pen grip section the cap is very short and just covers the nib and then a few threads below where the nib would screw into the barrel on a traditional fountain pen and then the section goes right into the barrel right which i like i like the style i like the setup there's plenty of other pens in this design yeah 
but you know most people are used to say a concave type of section like a dedicated grip section and while this kind of has it visually it's not built in that traditional sense to where there's like a curvature there for your fingers. So I think that, um, you know, people will have to decide whether they, they like that style or not. I happen to like it. I like, you know, gripping closer to the nib and it's, it's wide, like a, a traditional section and, but not too wide, but it's, it's just essentially straight sided right in that area. But I, I'm been using this pen. I bought this one um, and I've been using it to get ready to review it here probably in the next month or so, right? Just giving it some time to time to use to get some ideas about it, get some uh, get a feel of it. And this one was hard to ink up, Mike. Like I didn't know, you know, we have to go matchy matchy with a very bright acrylic like this and it's got yellows and greens and blues as the name would dictate but various shades of those like the yellows kind of go into brown and the blues kind of go into teals and things like that so i picked kind of a complementary to the yellow um in the barrel and this barrel that i have has kind of a yellow a golden yellow um barrel band in it so it mm -hmm. it's kind of stands out there too i picked the uh the pilot of roshizuku 101st anniversary daiku koten which is the yellow I think that's that the i enjoy 100th anniversary by the way no there's an issue I mean, in your I mean, uh, in your link mm, i you were incorrect i i don't know what to tell you well when that. i go like, to penaddict.com it says mm -hmm. 100th mm. I mean, the label on the bottle says one thing. The release date says another thing, and it's the 101st anniversary. Uh, marks the so why did you not write 101 on your website review then? Mm, I was... If, if you're so sure about it, Mr. Smarts. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I only like to cut up uh, mostly on the podcast yeah, and, and yeah, talk about yeah, these silly, yeah. silly little uh, ticks that I have in uh -huh. calling these the 101st. It, it just doesn't roll off in text because then I'm going to get the I'm going to get the actualies in there uh -huh. that I, I typoed it. And it's like, you know what? I didn't typo it. And now I just have to reply to you telling me that I typoed it. And that would be a waste of my time. It's much more fun to do it in this manner to where. Only you can tell me I'm wrong, and then I can just ignore everybody else. Oh, I was going to say, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. But uh, if I just kept getting the, uh, hey, you have a typo thing in, in the written post, that, that wouldn't work as well for me. So, yeah, forget that. 101st for life. So, there you go. It's a, it's a perfect match. It's a great yellow pen. Uh, it's great, great yellow ink, great complimentary color to this pen. I'll have more on this pen later uh, when I review it. Um, and then, you know, might also have, John might have also hooked me up with a, a, a certain giveaway similar type pen. So mm. to be determined, I, I, I'm, on a, I'm on a real run with these, some pretty great giveaways uh, post Atlanta Pen Show. So we're doing lots of fun things with that. Last thing I wanted to mention I don't think we mentioned this on the podcast, and I, I didn't go back in the last few episodes to, to check the links, but the Foglietto memo cards. Um, this is a new purchase for me from Nero's Notes. So my friend, uh, our friend Stuart Lennon from Nero's Notes made a blog post about these cards, and it's a little index card system. The cards are A7 size, but they're, you know, little note cards, um, you know, what we would call an index card or a note card. And the, the company's out of France, and they started carrying them at Nero's. And he wrote this post, and the depth 
and breadth of the offerings that Foglietto had and the, the different layouts, the different formats, the different accessories that they had just for this these memo cards. Obviously checked all my boxes, so I ordered a bunch. Um, and by a bunch, I mean like $140 worth of Foglietto stuff from Nero's Ooh. Notes to ship across the pond. So that was it was not an inexpensive purchase. But this is something that is right up a lot of our alleys. Um, you know, people want to find like these type of note cards and these index cards that are fountain pen friendly and useful and well designed. And then they have, you know, accessories like a little wooden box or like a paper storage box you can do different things with and all different formats in the card. So I've been using those to test them out to figure out how I'm going to use them. I haven't solved that question yet on the how, but like today I'm using a card for show notes. And when I'm done, I will stick it in the archival box. If you're familiar with like the field notes archival box, it's a similar type of box, but built for purpose built for these memo cards. And there's little index cards you can have and things like that. So this is a new to me item that you'll be hearing more about as I kind of explore how I'm going to use them. But in first pass, you should know that they are really fountain pen friendly. So that's mm. pretty cool. Cool. Um, that's that's the, the, the top level things I'm using the most type of uh, what I'm using. Um, the, the other thing, which I, I didn't link because I talk about it all the time, the other most used item is my Hobonichi cousin, A5 cousin. Um, daily, daily use. I'm back on the correct date, Mike. Uh, we have, um, you know, our, our long national nightmare is over and, uh, we're, we're in good shape on that now. So, uh, we're, we're back to the correct week, the proper week. And, uh, good work. that gets I'm very proud of you. I was use. worried for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Constant use out of me. So you put some links in here, what you're using. I am, I'm compelled. Let's say that. Let, what do you, what do you got? Okay. So I'm using two pens today. One is the pen addict, a Johto pen. Nice. Um, you know. Gotta rep my buddy. Uh, and and uh, uh, just for clarity, you mm-hmm. have the orange with black speckles. Black with orange. Or you speckles. have the black with orange speckles. I couldn't yeah. remember. Why couldn't I remember? Okay, both cool. available. Uh, I prefer mm-hmm. the black with orange. Um, yep. But, you know, you know, put a link to those and show us you can buy them. Uh, yep. I'm using a 1911 King of Pen Royal Tangerine. Yeah. Um, this is decked out with a broad nib and uh, inked with rubber Oster Fire on Fire. Mm. consult is my handy note <laughs> reference guide to remind me what ink is in it i have like four <laughs> orange inks right so like yeah who can know which is which oh yeah i have let's see i have at least two inked up right now and which doesn't include fire and fire which i usually always have inked up but i yeah. was testing some new orange inks that i got at, at atlanta so i i took the one that one out of the rotation but you can't have too many orange inks no I didn't realize until just now that that's two Brad Dowdy products, <laughs> which is fun. Uh, and also I'm using the Studio Neat panel book, which I've used for many, many, many years sitting here uh, while taking show notes while we record. I've already written down a couple of sneezes and coughs that you won't hear in the episode. So that's what goes down on my little uh, piece of paper in front of me. So that's what I've been using today. Yeah. Greatest show notes notebook ever. Yeah, I mean, of course, I have uh, my journal and stuff like that, but I won't be using that until later on. So who knows what two pens I'm going to pick for that one? Exactly. Will you will you switch it up? So like you're Always. using this. This is kind of like yeah, yeah. I that's yeah. that's why it's hard. Like I have eleven pens inked up right now. These are the ones that are exciting the most today. Mm-hmm. 
or this hour. And later when I grab my planner, we might mix it up because I used both of these pens yesterday. In oh, my I planner, purposely right? do it. So, Every show yeah. that I record in a day, I use a different pen to take the notes with. I use mm-hmm. two pens, one to make some headings and one to actually take the notes. And then when I do my journal, similarly, I use notes and head, like one to do the headings, mm-hmm. one to do the notes. But I use two different ones and it will be different from the other pens I've used that day. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, while these will these will uh, sit here and be at easy reach for just the things I want to do as I go through the day, if I'm actually going to do something specific, journaling, uh-huh. planning, I will grab a different pen, but yeah. without question. So yeah, good stuff. Um, we got a couple of news items to get uh-huh. to, but uh, I, I think first we should talk about where we can get some more pens yeah, <laughs> that we can use in our daily. Like, oh man, I want some pens. Let me tell you yeah. where you can go to get some pens. Pen Chalet, but not just pens. If you want mm-hmm. ink, if you want notebooks, you want accessories, maybe you need a converter for your pen, maybe you're looking for a new case to put your stuff in, they got it all at Pen Chalet. Rollerballs, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more, along with all those wonderful accessories from your favorite brands. They have very fast, very reliable customer service. They run discounts. Every couple of weeks, you'll find discounts over at Pen Chalet, as well as new stuff. Whenever there's anything new, it's getting put on Pen Chalet. You're always going to be able to go there and find uh, new products and new deals. They do international shipping with great shipping rates. And if you're in the U.S., you'll get free shipping on orders of over $50. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality products, and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you go to penchalet.com, that's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, click the podcast link at the top of the website. When you enter the password Pen Addict, you will get a code that you need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet. And also, you'll be able to feast your eyes on some very special products, very special discounts, just for Pen Addict listeners. What's uh, caught your attention this time, Brad? Um, How much time do we have? Gosh, I scrolled too far down to see a pen I meant to look at a couple weeks ago that is still in there. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, right now, right off the jump, they have uh, some deals on some Conklin pens, the All-American Olive Wood, which I've seen a bunch of pictures of online. That seems to be a very popular one right now at a very spectacular practically entry level what i'd consider entry level price um separately the conklin word gauge which has always been a popular pen in conklin's lineup got a got a barrel upgrade and into the like these um like this carbon fiber looking style and they have different colors so it's like a black pen but with mm. different color ink windows that allow you to see the word gauge. It's it's a really neat pen if you haven't seen the the Conklin word gauge. I'd say it's probably one of the more popular ones because of the neat ink window feature that will actually <laughs> kind of say, "Hey, you've written five hundred words or a thousand words by how much you you how much ink you've drained uh, from the pen," which I I just always find hilarious and a lot of people get a, a lot of a kick out of. I know. Um, Sarah, who writes for The Pen Addict, is also a, uh, a novelist and a, a fiction writer. I know she uses the word gauge sometimes and, and tries to match up, like, did I really write this many words? For our new uh, fountain pen users, the Lamy Safaris um, are, on, are on a good sale right now. The stock editions of the Safari, it's a really good price if you're looking to to dabble in fountain pens for the first time. Um, the the Safari, it's like, I don't know, eight great colors right now, just like in their stock lineup at a mm. really, really good price. And finally, for our uh, our more fancy pen users, Mike, the, the Pelican 205 Petrol Marbled was one of the great additions that they released, I think, last year. It might have been two years ago. Um, you don't normally see this type of price on this 205 Petrol Marbled. 
and I don't think they will last long at this price. So yeah, very, very cool. And I am unfortunately smitten with the Visconti Medici Astral Fountain Pens. Mm. So these are some Brooks materials, uh, Visconti's. I don't need a pen uh, in this price point right now. It's very, very expensive. But this is a very good price for this pen um, that comes in red. There's a red model and a blue model. So um, mm, they, I've seen these in person. They're stunning. I, I just don't need it. I can't. I can't spend that kind of money. But I that's kind of like at the top of of my just kind of I lust after this pen list. So you know that's that's a good list too. You know to have the 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 awesome pens that you're probably not going to buy, but uh, you know maybe one of these years it uh, it shows up at the house. So go check it out for yourself right now at penchalet.com. Enter the password penaddict when you click the podcast link at the top of the website and you'll find everything you need. Our thanks to Penchalet for the continued support of this show and Relay FM. So I want to hit a couple of new topics that crossed our respective uh, desks this week. Um, at least our screens, Mike. I don't mm-hmm. think uh, either of us have uh, any of these products yet, but uh, probably the first one we don't have because it doesn't exist yet. Do but I love, <laughs> I love how Diamine has completely invested in the Reddit slash RSS fountain pens uh, community which is a really large community on Reddit. If you're a Reddit user or you don't even have to be a Reddit user, it's a, it's a great hang. It's a great uh, informational spot. It's a very helpful, um, you know, board on Reddit uh, for fountain pens. And Diamine has over last three years, maybe four years, has collaborated with the board to make an ink. So in the past, they have... Um, They've created uh, Diamond Earl Grey, Aurora Borealis, Writer's Blood. Like these sound like normal stock, popular, famous diamond inks that a lot of people listening to the show use. Did you know that they actually came from a community, uh, a community, uh, I guess, design of the ink color? the product name, you know, the features of the ink, what's, what is it going to be? So, uh, I thought it was really cool. And, and related to our previous Penchalet sponsor, like you can go to Penchalet and click on the Diamine ink page and they're all there, right? You can go buy Earl Grey today, which has always been just a really popular gray ink or Aurora Borealis or Rider's Blood. So it, it's some really, really neat stuff. So they have a, little they, they're just getting started on this year's color and collaboration so they're asking people to comment with the below information ink name color shading yes or no shimmer yes or no specify the color and other comments like could you build like i, I i'm not trying to set you up here because i haven't filled this out like i haven't thought about this either but like could you build an ink just off of hey here's the name i want here's the color i want do i want it to be a shader do i want it to have shimmer what what do you think about this kind of hey let's let's make an ink seems complicated nah it's easy it's no, easy I mean, like, as everyone ink, has I, ink ideas no 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 as diamine mm-hmm. it feels complicated like for somebody to just it's say it's a complicated like, start <sighs> yeah like i'm yes. looking at one here uh, octarine, fluorescent greenish yellow, shading yes, shimmer yes, purple. <laughs> right? Like, how? Ha- I like, mean, I mean, I obviously I don't know how to make ink, right? Like, if mm-hmm. I knew how to make ink, maybe it would be like, oh, I can do that, or I can't do that, or I'd know where to get started. But like to me, that just feels, it feels impossibly <laughs> complicated. You know, it's just like, what do you want? Um, I would like the ink to leave the bottle in a tartan pattern. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think yeah. that's a good start. I yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Why not? You know, why not get crazy? Diamond right. The, this is the opportunity to have uh, your madness uh, mocked by the internet <laughs> and and to come away with a a more uh, simple simple color ink. So yeah, Earl Grey was pretty basic. Aurora Borealis brought out a little bit of the brightness of like shading. Um, writer's blood, um, was kind of story driven, you know, it's, um, it's a really fun kind of story behind it. And just, you know, the, the color of the ink and the usefulness of the ink, if I was to make one, I don't know if they would be up for doing anything with some kind of, of permanence. I don't know if any of these past ones had permanence. Aurora Borealis and Earl Grey didn't, I don't know if writer's blood did. Um, but yeah, you know, I would, yeah, I'm pretty boring if I'm going to create an ink. I'm not going to go wild like you, but, you know, you know, just like your basic blue permanent. Give me a permanent blue black, but something I don't know what would, could be different about a permanent blue black. You're kind of chemically limited, I assume, uh, which is why you don't see anything like that. But I don't know. Maybe this is the opportunity for me to think. Um, there you go. Just write it in. That's what it takes, apparently. Yeah, let's see. We could call it Cookie Monster oh. and it's Cookie blue Monster. black. Shading permanent with um, brown sheen and oh, um, and yeah, or, or maybe like gold sparkles and and brown sheen for like chocolate chip cookies. And okay, just, it turns like, out you shouldn't be allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you, you know, already like, made inks? Like I, I you have, know. I have. Surely yeah, you've got better ideas. I am purposely, one. I am purposefully avoiding the exact thing that I want to make that are that are in my mental notes for mm. um, future future no releases. Leaks. I will not be making a shimmer ink, so therefore I can build a shimmer ink for uh, Diamine and, and Slash R Fountain Pens. <laughs> Sounds great. I'm sure everyone's going to be on board with your the, yep. Diamine yep. Cookie Monster. Diamine Cookie Monster, yeah. Yeah, so we got a little little fuzzy blue and maybe a little chocolate, chocolate chip cookie, uh, chocolate chip cookie uh, shimmer, something like that. Sounds great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on a more cleanly designed note <laughs> than Diamine Cookie Monster, the Blackwing uh, Obey Giant pencils cross my radar and talk about something that checks all of my boxes that I, I didn't buy. I'm a huge Shepherd Fairy fan, have been for ages, way, uh, way back since, uh, you know, Andre the Giant has a posse times uh, way before he... He created the uh, the famed uh, Obama Hope poster, so I, I love seeing anything Shepard Fairey creates and collaborates with. Um, like I missed out on these, I'm not anxious to go out and rush to to get these, but they are kind of perfect. Like it's one of the cooler Blackwing collaborations that I've seen, mainly because I I really really like the artist uh, involved, and they also did a um, a notebook, the the Blackwing Slate notebook that they make. Um, I don't recall the slates. It, it's been a while since I've looked at Blackwing's notebooks. Uh, they now have a pencil sleeve on the spine, which I kind of dig. So I don't know. Oh, I don't recall smart. the original ones having that. Um, I, they sent me some of the original slates when they were first introducing them, and I know they've gone through a bunch of changes since then, but I've missed out that these actually have the the pencil holder on the exterior, and I think it's kind of cool. So uh, chat says they've always had that uh, in the slate. So maybe it was a different model of notebook I got first. Yeah. So uh, these look great. And then the link that you sent me, which I also had a listener send me, 
was for the collaboration with Grove Made. So this is a black wing collaboration. What do you, as a non-pencil user, I want you to lead this discussion on the Grove Made black wing pencil uh, I mean, kit. Th- this fits with a lot of Grove Made's products. I own Grove Made products and like some of them, but it's like, it just looks nice. Mm-hmm. And it's tidy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like doing. I mean, you would never use it. Like, I mean, it's not for you, but like for the people who are into this, I I can see. I, it's a little much for me, not price wise. Just in, it's a little much in existence. Like, it's it's nice and clean and well done. I get the idea. It's like a a block of wood with I don't know something inside, which you can put six. Blackwing pencils, stand them into, and a sharpener. So it's like a holder mm-hmm. for all of these items. It, you know, it's, it's a, just it's very form. It's form-y. a whole. I think I think you nailed what what I why I'm not going ooh ah at this because it is what it is is a holder. It doesn't yeah. do anything. If it had an it's automatic not, pencil sharpener in it, that'd yeah, be the cool. sharpener's not built but in. It it's got a it's got a hole for you to put your black wing sharpener and in. You would, it's got you would six have to holes take for your the sharpener out of this to use it as well. Um, if it's notched, if it's grooved, because the it's a uh, it's a hex based sharpener, it looks like it's cut out in the grooves. Uh, okay. I don't think so you will. I think it would. You would still have to hold the base while you're doing while Unless you're sharpening it. The base it. is really heavy. It, there's no no there's no base heavy enough mm. that would that would be able to handle that. But I I, I get it. Like I get it. Like mm-hmm. I I don't need this. I get it. I like it. I think it'll do well. The thing it reminded me of, which I learned from uh, our friends at um, at uh, the Erasable Podcast, that the that John Steinbeck had a 24 pencil writing ritual where uh-huh. every day he would sharpen 24 pencils. And just meticulously use a pencil till it was dull, pick up the next pencil. And when he made it through 24, he was done for the day. And this is kind of, this reminds me of a very ritual-based writing experience, right? You could just take this every day, sharpen your six pencils, and write them until they're dull, and then put them back in the next day, rinse and repeat. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people would actually use it for that, but that's what this kind of... Yeah, all in one setup uh setup reminds me of and i think it's cool like i think a lot of people would really really get it's into nice this. like it's yeah not, I, mean, I don't this is I like know. i have some growth made products and it is this thing mm-hmm. like is it really nice uh yeah. is it the best thing i don't know like but yeah it, they make th- really good products yeah i think this is one of the least attractive blackwing pencils that they've made it's, I think just, it's black. just it's just super basic and grove made's logo doesn't really um serve like the the foil stamping that these pencils need right no. it looks very um weird like pencil weird. machine it looks like you know print machine like you would mm-hmm. get it at cwpe where you just like put a quarter in the machine and it stamps like uh brad dowdy on on the yes, pencil that's what it looks like i would like to raise an uh, an issue mm-hmm. with blackwing what do you think my issue is um it's a lot and it won't stop no it's the it's <laughs> that's the, my issue <laughs> it's the buy so Blackwing by Obey Giant. It's the wrong way around. Ah, right? gotcha. So I've been through this a bunch of times. The little X that people use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy, What's the order? Right? Mm-hmm. Like two by four, right? Collaborative. 
but people just think they just say X now. Well, no, yes, it, it's not X, it's by. It should be the other way around because Blackwing made the thing, right? Mm-hmm, Obey mm-hmm. Giant didn't make a pencil on behalf of Blackwing. Blackwing mm-hmm. made the pencil, so it should be Obey by Blackwing. What makes mm-hmm. this even worse for me, right, is the Grove made listing says Grove made by Blackwing, which is mm-hmm. the right way around. But the pencil mm-hmm. says Blackwing by Grove made because Blackwing <laughs> got it wrong. It's the wrong way around. <laughs> Yep. So I think for whatever reason, Blackwing just want their name to be first is the only thing I can work out here mm-hmm, because it's mm-hmm. the wrong way around. It's something by something. It's whoever made it is the last name, right? Because it's by mm-hmm. them. It drives me bananas. I don't know why people get this wrong. I feel like there needs to be some <laughs> other thing, like some other like delineation between the two words if everyone's just going to do whatever order they want mm-hmm. and not pay any attention to the logic or say it out loud. Like, what right, do you say but, out loud? Blackwing X Grove made? Is that what you say? Like, that doesn't make right. any sense. Why would you say that? Yeah. <sighs> I never say the X. I, I, uh, I, I appreciate the, the visual collaborative meaning mm-hmm. of what it designates. Mm-hmm. I do think there is an order that gets mismatched a lot of times, like you're talking about. Um, people don't care because they don't have to say things aloud mm-hmm. like I do, right? Right, right, right. But a I'll lot never of these say... kinds of things bug me more because I have to say them out loud. Yeah, and I think if we rewind, and I don't remember what I said it, when I started this, but I would, I probably said because this is what I usually said. I'd say I would say the Blackwing and Obey Giant collaboration, mm-hmm. right? I would, I would never say the Blackwing X Obey Giant. So uh, yeah, why don't people just do the ampersand? Yeah, yeah. The ampersand would fix this. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, ampersands look cool too. Like yeah. you make some fancy ampersands. Like so, yeah. I, I, you're gonna not gonna get any argument from me. You might get an argument in my email box that you'll never see. But uh, I don't care what <laughs> anyone says, Brad, because they're I wrong. Know, okay. I know. We did a whole bit on this like a yeah. hundred episodes ago. Yeah, uh, trying to sort this out because mm-hmm. someone got it like egregiously wrong. I think everyone had, like, gets a real it problem wrong. with it. Everyone gets, seems to get it wrong. <laughs> I'll have to go look at my collaborations. I probably have it wrong too, or or have them. I have it both ways, right? <laughs> I haven't mm-hmm. looked, and I'm not going to, and nor should you, because I don't want to hear it from you uh, on, on the rest of the show, Mike. You've done it wrong. <laughs> I knew you were looking, and you, you, you are the same as Blackwing because you do it in other orders. So you've got a <laughs> Johto by Pen Addict, Pen mm-hmm. Addict by Wright, Pen Addict by Karandash, right? So two of them you got wrong, but the Ajoto one, uh, two of them you got right, the Ajoto one you got wrong. Do you know why I got the Ajoto one right? My guess is that no, you've got the Ajoto one wrong. Oh, because you've done Ajoto by Pen Addict, but that's not correct. Mm, right, that is not correct. Yes, because the right correct. notepads and the Karen Dash, you got correct. They're both pen addict by and then the company. I'm so glad we're doing this right now. But then, like the the retro fifty one <laughs> that you did is like the pen addict plus mint Lodica. Like that's perfect, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just mm-hmm. like whatever. Mm-hmm. This one, pen addict fire on fire, <laughs> by you actually written by 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 Robert Oster. You know. I think so that's that, uh, that's correctly explained. It is correctly explained, but you've like so maybe I should do a whole them, different world. Though. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I should do more like that on this one page, which is at penaddict.com oh which shop slash shop, which I recommend people go and check out because there's good <sighs> stuff here. You have four different ways of talking about collaborations. 
<laughs> I clearly care a lot about this topic to mm-hmm. that. I, I want to just exclusively get that right. And then like the, mo- se- the actually five, cool because the, the pencil, you just don't do anything. It just says the pencil mm. addict Musgrave harvest number one wooden pencil. It's just like all of the words, you know? That's that's descriptive. Oh, yeah, but what I, there, there's that. no like, you know, one or the other. It's just this <laughs> is a one sentence now. <laughs> you 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 uh you brought this upon yourself because you you, I didn't over. even think you about going not to your website. Clicked over. You could have but you, not. You, pr- you prompted me. What did you expect? <laughs> you know, I speaking of prompts, it. Mike. Uh-huh. Speaking of prompts, Mike. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. Our next topic. I called this topic writing prompts, mm-hmm. but I think as we go through what I want to discuss here, I, I don't think it's a good title at all. I think it's just kind of like a that's like a a, a third subheading type of title that I'm I'm trying to get to. And this is probably it's very it's very panatic related from a doing things and using things relation, not necessarily like a product relationship type of discussion I wanted to have. Um and I thought you'd be uh, uh, a a good compliment to this topic because I think this is maybe kind of ancillary to some things you and CGP Gray do on Cortex or mm-hmm. just it involves things that we think about a lot especially I think about it from um, a working for myself uh, aspect right like uh, just how can I allow myself to be like the most creative um, that I can be because that's what I need to get my job done. So one of the things, one of the challenges I've had, and I'm certainly not unique in this, is that my phone is glued to my hand a lot, right? Like it, it just is. And it could be for work, it could be for play, it could be for distraction, it could be for doom scrolling, it could be all these things, right? So I'm trying to figure out a way to make my phone home screen more conducive to like a good headspace because having a good headspace will then translate into hey writing better or you know figuring out podcast topics or thinking about a project i want to create mm-hmm. 6 months from now right so it's it's all the things like it's hard to de- like define as this but you know it's just a kind of a a slow burn kind of creative thing I'm working on by removing the most time-sucking apps for no benefit, right? So, Give me an example. So I moved two apps off my home screen. One of them is Apollo, which is a Reddit client, the, Uh the, the great Reddit client, and the other one's Instagram. I love both of those apps. I love what I find in those apps. When I open those apps, the tendency is to do it mindlessly and without reason. And then 30 minutes go by and I feel worse when I'm done because I regretted the time I spent doing nothing. Now, working for yourself, you have to be allowed, you have to allow yourself to do nothing, right? We cannot work all the time that's that's one of the the challenges that i have you know working from home at my house you're always around work and whether you do it or not sometimes you just think about it a lot and i want to not think about it sometimes like you just have to you have to allow yourself so what i've done is you know since i my habit is to pick up my phone and you know open up reddit and look at the news now even though it's on my second screen and it's still easy to access well now i've put the kindle app 
and I can go and read three pages of a book if I have 10 minutes to spare or five minutes to spare. Why don't I, won't I get more benefit from doing that? Um, I've also added a game on my home screen, which never happens for me. Like I don't play games on my phone very much, but I've added not words, which is the famous uh, Zach Gage puzzle game creator for iOS's new games, not words. It's, it's a very um, thought-provoking, you know, word game, you know, kind mm-hmm. of part Sudoku, part crossword that really kind of checks all my boxes. Um, I've tried to use these new types of apps to kind of free myself up to be more creative. So I've added in day one, which I haven't mm-hmm. used day one in years. But you know what goes in day one for me right now is like the small little notes that I want to make that, you know, I'm not going to put on Twitter or the image I'm not going to put on Instagram, but I've had this thought and the thought needs to come out of my brain into a place. So I stop thinking about the thought and it's like, Hey, you know, um, look at this funny picture of Toby or, Hey, I played pickleball well last night and these little things instead of like, you know, chewing on them over and over again. Oh, should I send this picture to my wife? It looks funny. You know, just put it in the day one app and and just move on. Like, because I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not telling myself not to do anything that I don't already do. I'm just trying to do those things better. So, you know, um, I've added Gluon to my home screen, which is a uh, microblog reader, right? You can use the microblog app. I've been messing around with Gluon. And I don't post a ton on microblog, but I like reading that, you know, instead of opening Reddit or opening Instagram. That's on my home screen. Um, I've added, not on my home screen, I added the Merriam-Webster dictionary app. Um, I added that because I want to get better at writing even if I'm never going to be like, you know, uh, a journalist type of writer, like I want to, you know, put my thoughts together better. So what I've done is gone into that app and learn about the word of the day. And then I'll take the word of the day, write it down in my everything notebook, like my comment, the notebook I use, what most people would say, like a commonplace notebook. And then I'll write like an entire page of just like rambling you know, n- not really any coherent, but more like poetry lyrics type of things just flowing off of the word of the day, right? Just trying to build these better creative habits mm. to further, you know, things down the line when I have to like actually like sit down and work, like these habits are building up better just kind of like my 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 uh, kind of invisible habits to where when it is time to to do something that I need to do, it's a little bit easier and maybe even a little bit better because I'm like, I'm having better input, right? Mm. Um, so I hopefully create better output. That's kind of the thing I'm thinking about. So I, I am sure you've you've thought about this or, or have have some some commentary on it, but it, it's it's a good collaborative way to use my digital tools to help benefit all of the analog work that I do. Like that's, this is kind of my thoughts behind it. And I I don't have it much fleshed out much more than that, but, and it's only been a few weeks where I've decided, Hey, like my inputs need to be better. So let's, 
cut out some of some of these things, the mindless stuff, for something that actually might make me a better human being or do my job better or, you know, be more creative, things like that. So that's my thoughts. Any thoughts from you? Um, so Kate mentioned in the Discord, and I agree, that focus modes might be an interesting thing for you to look into, which is like, you know, you can set up your phone to be able okay. to let you see certain apps during times of day and or uh, allow for certain contacts to get through at different times of day. So you can do that kind of stuff. It can take a right. while to set those up, though, which is the problem. Uh, they can okay. be pretty tricky to set up, but could be kind of interesting for you. Uh, yeah, so I got nothing but time. Lock off a bunch of applications or like give you certain home screens that you craft at different times of the day. Oh, um, nice. It could be kind of cool for that. Mm-hmm. Um you can i would i would one thing i would query with you just like i'm just intrigued to see what you, what your thoughts are around it mm-hmm. uh is that instagram that's kind of part of your your job right yeah yeah i can talk specifically about that so um i want to i want to do it purposefully okay. right so if i'm choosing to spend time on instagram i want to either post something or say hey i'm going to take 10 or 15 minutes to scroll through my feed mm-hmm. and learn something about, you know, a new product, how someone is using something, um, you know, uh, some issues someone might be having with a certain product that they're sharing, that type of thing. So yeah, it, 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 it is, but there are kind of different, you know, operating modes I can use it for. Like there's More a mindless posting, mode. Less consuming, I guess. Yeah. Is is a is yeah. a part and of it, right? Like consuming's fine. Like I have to consume some of sure. it because it's informational for my job or uh-huh. informational for my enjoyment, right? Let's not you know, those both of those things can exist at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can be, hey, I need to look at this so I'm more informed for my job, or hey, I need to look at this because I I enjoy it and it makes me feel good and you know I like it, but I just want to do it purposefully, right? I don't want it to be on my I don't want it to be, um, like my thumb just hovering over these, just manically maniacally clicking these things because I have ten minutes to to sit down and and do nothing, yeah. and I'm gonna click on it for no reason other than to just like see how fast I can scroll. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that that's a pretty good idea. I, I would be keen to know how this works out for you because I know I've always I've done these kinds of things myself over time, right? Yeah, sure. And some of the problems, so like for example, I removed Twitter from my mm-hmm. uh, iPhone home screen a long time mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. in an effort to do a similar kind of thing to what you're talking about, right? Right, right. But what I've ended up finding is that while I so I did the thing of like initially like, oh, it's not there. So like I'm opening some other app or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm opening mm-hmm. some other app now and uh, I'm going to see how that affects me or, or not. Or like where, you know, I was opening like drafts for a while. I was writing some mm-hmm. thoughts down like mm-hmm. instead. like. But then what I noticed I was doing and what I do now is I have a muscle memory to uh, go to the search screen of my iPhone and tap the Twitter sure. icon instead. Mm-hmm. So like... Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I've just gotten to it in a new way. Right, right. right? So I'll be keen to know. Um, I'll be keen to know what that ends up looking like for you too, right? Because I just, yeah, you know, I've definitely thought about that aspect because in the past, I would just delete apps, and that does not work for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, 
like I want something on Reddit, like if I want to like find like a, a current news headline, right? Like I don't consume news from any other source. Like I don't I don't use Reddit to go read like the Reddit comments. I use it to like, hey, show me like the the links that are important, and I'll choose what to go to go read and and inform myself about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like deleting that just makes me. What you know, when I have say downtime to do whatever I want to go search out other things that just make me more annoyed. <laughs> mm. So deleting apps has never worked for me. Um, moving them off like the 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 home screen, I don't know if it's going to work for me. I mean, I still use those apps, but I use them less. Um, just as a as a default boredom trigger, right? That's what I want. I want to I want to be bored better. I think is what it boils down to. Because I have to allow myself lots of hours of being bored every day and being on my own. And how do I choose to use that time? Do I use use it to read, write, watch TV, you know, play a game, those types of things, right? That's a lot of hours a day I have where I don't want to be thinking about work, but, you know, I'm just thinking about how those things just kind of like affect other things like in, in, in the long term, kind of like the, the long tail of doing the right thing today to have a better type of tomorrow. So, uh, Kate has, has uh, sent a link to a very interesting app called one sec, mm-hmm. like, like one second. Mm-hmm. And it uses that like you have, I, I, I haven't used this, but I assume you have to do some work to get it set up with like shortcuts, automations and stuff. Okay. But the idea is then when you tap on the app, it would like say you were tapped on Instagram, it would open this application first and be like, "Hey, do you want to really want to do this?" Gotcha. And then, and if you say yeah, it'll take you out to it. But okay, that's yeah. kind of interesting. Okay, thank you for this recommendation. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. a look at this. This yeah, is intriguing like, to me. Like I'm totally down for all the technology tools. Like I, well, I like the tools for, right? and things. Right, I mean, right, the, right. I will say focus modes that Apple put into iOS 15 is definitely yeah. a, a start. And I yeah. hope there is a rumor that they're going to keep pushing on it. I, mm-hmm. I I reckon you should have a look at this. Okay. Um, yeah, I've never used them. It could be kind of it could be kind of interesting if you're willing to put in the setup time. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it for a few things. Um, and it like for example when if I'm ever in, well whenever I'm in the like a workout, mm-hmm. uh, my phone is completely locked down. No one can gotcha. get to me for that gotcha, time period gotcha. like okay. just nobody can get through doesn't matter it's just you have to wait until i'm done um and i've also used it to build some like special home screens that i can activate and deactivate whenever i want so there's okay. some stuff in there like okay you should take a look at it yeah I, I will i think that would be beneficial for what i'm trying to 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 think about um you know this this version is, would this be the uh, the Cortex X Panatic crossover, or is this the Panatic X Cortex crossover? Uh, let me think about this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's this would be Cortex by Panatic. Okay, because this is not something we talk about a lot, but it directly impacts my creativity. work, yeah. my creativity, my analog life, and those are like three things I want to improve. One of so the things I find I think so about these type of tools interesting helpful. about you is mm-hmm. how many distinct places you write things down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm laughing because I when you did that, I looked around my desk. I was like, eh, that's a lot. It's really interesting to me because, like you said, you like use day one. And yeah, like, 
and, and I, I don't, just started. I, I'm not trying to like like roast you here or anything, but like, oh please, you, don't you have like three journals? Like, why could it? Not, why could these thoughts not go in one of your journals? Like, because it's not glued to my hand at the carpool line, like right, my phone is. Right, 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 it's, right, 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 right. It's right. not sitting in the passenger seat driving to yep. dinner. It's the instant capture when right? no one's talking. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like I in day one, I don't know that I've written anything over two sentences yet. Yeah, sure. But in my journal, I I do that all the time. Yeah. So yeah, it's like let me clear this out real. I I think this is interesting. Let me clear this out real quick, and that's the quickest way to to capture that for sure. So like on my home screen, like I also have taught and I also have drafts. <laughs> and also have you I also have Ulysses where my long form stuff goes. Like Wait, you have on your home screen five writing apps? So we said here. Let me pull this up. That's like even by I my have, levels, that's bad. I have Ulysses, Tot, Drafts, Day One. Wow. Um I don't use Tot daily, mm-hmm. but it's a good organization tool. I use drafts more than Tot. Um, I don't use Ulysses on my phone all the time, right? Because I'm usually writing on my iPad or my um, or my uh, laptop. And then uh, day one, I've only installed the app on my phone. I'm not installing it on my iPad, and I'm not accessing it on my laptop. Okay. It's a phone. It's this is a phone issue for me that I'm trying to manage. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking. <sighs> Like I don't technically need Ulysses on my phone, but I have yeah. written articles there, or I yeah. have read stuff there. Like it doesn't necessarily need to be there. I could do without it because I write th- those are the things I write on the iPad or, or my laptop. Mm. But it's on my phone because sometimes I need to do things or read things, or if I get an idea for an article, I will write just like you know a couple hundred words just sitting there on my phone. But I don't. That's not the norm. I could do without that. Okay. Yeah. This is interesting. I mean, you know, like. Hello, I'm here to tell you about the eternal struggle. <laughs> like I've been I've been really like rolling around in my brain recently like d- this kind of stuff as well like is my mm-hmm. it's like this constant like attachment to the internet like is it good? Yeah. For me, right. especially when the news is so bleak. Right. You know. Right. So here's here's the the realization. This is all happened because I feel like I'm in a really good place right now. This is not coming out of a place of desperation. This is coming out of a place like ever since my vacation at the beginning of April, I've been kind of re-energized into taking more control of just like my day-to-day mental health. Good. And that involves work and that involves play and that involves entertainment and that involves chores and things like that. Like I, I, this is, this is not coming out this kind of reworking of how I think about things is not coming out from a desperate place. It's I think coming that's from you're able a positive to, to even more positive. The most lasting change. Like mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I think that if you are making it with a clear mind mm-hmm. as opposed to like a freaking out mind, yeah. I feel like that's when you're more likely to come up with something that can last because it's right. not like help I probably me fix this thing immediately because I can't yeah. handle it anymore. I probably should have led with that bit of information. Like nah, I'm coming so. at this from like a good place and a place that I understand 
could be better. Like, yeah. Like, I am content, and let's nail down some other things, too, right? Yeah, like, we're all dealing... Like, I mean, I'm dealing with some stuff right now. Oh, my God. Everybody, yeah. right? Like, it's just things are just hard. But, like, you know, my my year theme structure, right, mm-hmm. has, mm-hmm. has really... One of the one of the biggest things, spoilers, uh, you know, I'm gonna talk about this later on, uh, on Cortex, but like one of the biggest things that I benefited from this year is trying to be a little bit more intentional. This is a word that comes up on Cortex so much, but mm-hmm. like being a little bit more intentional about my free time. Right. And Intentional in the sense of not, it comes into two ways. Part of it is how I'm spending it. But the other part is being aware when I am doing something for fun. Like really like noticing that. And that is definitely making my life better. Of being like, hey, you did this thing today. You were able to do that. That's really <laughs> yeah. that means you have managed your time. You know, like I met right. a friend for brunch today and I'm still gonna get all of my stuff done for today. And it's like that's right. really good. Like where previously I may have looked at that of like, oh man, I'm gonna be pressed for time. Like yeah. you know <laughs> I would be like, Am I allowed to do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the way I would think of it. Well, <laughs> like uh, this year I have played so many I'm playing so many video games. Mm-hmm. And that's because, like, one, I want to, and two, like, I'm making time for it. So, like, there could be a time in the day, right, where I'm like, I have an hour until whatever show. I can noodle around on my computer for an hour, or I can go play a video game. Mm-hmm. And I feel so much better when I choose video game. Right. Because it's like, what, I can spend an hour, like, poking around, like, the, the 24-7 Doom machine, right? Right. Right. Or I can can go and play something that is fun. Yep. Mine has been uh television watching. Like I've never been a big television watcher, but mm-hmm. I'll just go from series to series to series like I discovering saw that you things. started Severance. Oh my god. Even though you called it Severed on, yeah, on Twitter, which I did. made me made me chuckle, but <laughs> when you're done with Severance, uh yeah. Two we crashed. Left. We crashed is excellent. It's another Apple okay. T V thing. Um I recommend that. Uh so yeah, so I'll do like one at a time. I've never been like a serial TV watcher mm-hmm. ever, ever. And uh, now I've kind of like over the past year, I've kind of had like, okay, I'm going to catch up on all these things that I've missed, but like one series at a time. So that's been that's been good for me. Man, talk about a show to make you rethink your work life though, am I right? <laughs> two episodes left and I can't get to them fast enough. Oh, so, buddy, yeah, those two great. episodes are a frigging ride too. Oh, man. Let me tell you right now, Brad. Mm-hmm. Whenever you start episode six, mm-hmm. make sure you've planned that you will have time for episode seven. I I did. So I've done six and seven. Now I'm going to do eight and nine. Oh, that's what I mean then. Eight and nine. So okay. when, when you get to those do last two. Do eight and nine together? Okay. Yeah. Do, just I usually you, watch you, two at a time. Yeah. Good, because you won't be able to not. Okay. That's what I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, like, you're, yeah. you're going to be in a situation where you, you to to not be able to press play immediately is going to hurt. Because that's what me and yeah. Adina did. Like, we, yeah, we, yeah. Weren't, we, we didn't plan it outright. <laughs> and it was bad. It was just too late. It was like one of those times where it's like we can watch this now, but it's too late. Like it's in the evening, so we went to bed. And like, yeah, I will say that Severance is a show that I wished I would have seen. I would have started watching it week to week because mm-hmm. it's one of those shows like you really have to think about it. Like, not, not yeah. Not, wait, that's that's not. 
if you think about it, I bet it's better. You know, like if you spend the whole yeah. week like theorizing, I bet that was mm-hmm. such a good feeling. But we came yeah. to it at a point where we could binge it and we just did. We just couldn't help ourselves. Yeah. All right, I think we should conclude this episode of uh, the the Cortex Panatic crossover. I mean, like, I, I know we got like three quarters what you'd expect, you know, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. there was a little bit that you want. I like I like to talk about this every now and then, you know. Me too. I, there's there's no there's no rhyme or reason. There's no schedule to this, but you know, every year or two we talk about like I think people like to talk us like us to talk about making things. Well, I can't make things unless I work on myself and do these things that we're just talking about mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily involve analog tools and pens and paper but it makes those things better and sometimes I have to allow myself to get there and I think it's good to just discuss that every once in a blue moon and um, even though we now uh, need to like owe our listeners a full ass TPA episode because they just keep yep. piling up because we though. never get to them. It's good. Uh, it's send good. in your questions. Hashtag Ask TPA on Twitter. Question mark Ask TPA in the Relay FM members Discord. Uh, the member specials coming up pretty soon. We're we're recording next week. That we're recording doesn't mean next it's going to launch next week, but we're recording uh, next week. Don't say then... it might. I need. Okay. I might. I might have a tweak. So next week we are recording it. We'll let you know mm-hmm. when we're going to post it. So it will be probably it will this be in month. May. It, no, it will yes. be in May. It will be in yeah. May. Just it may be next week or the week after. We're going to do yes. our, our. So that's our schedule special. Um. So if you're a Relay FM member supporting any show, you will get access to that bonus. I, this one's going to be fun. Membership. Check it out. There's going to be a lot of convert. We're gonna. This one's going to be opened up to a lot of conversation between us two. I I have a feeling. I think you're right. Actually, could be a bit of a chitty chatty one because the set yeah. isn't that big this time. Because right, we're, we're not going to do because what we're I not did crazy. Last <laughs> well, last time your boy messed up, didn't he? We have you know? uh, we have made mistakes. <laughs> mistakes were made uh-huh, and they've been uh-huh. rectified for yep. this set. Uh, <laughs> so you can check. We're doing that next week. But you check it out. Go to relay.fm slash membership. Support shows that you love. Um, and you'll get some wonderful bonus content. You can also email us TPA questions to hello at penaddict.com. Then you can go to penaddict.com. You can check out Brad's great writing along with many wonderful contributors. There's also a store there with some questionable naming, but wonderful <laughs> products. Every product's great, but some of them are named weirdly. You know, what can I say? Um, you can also find Brad. He's uh, at spokedesign.com where everything's named perfectly. Uh, mm. You can go to Pen Addict on Instagram, Dowdyism on Twitter. Uh, you can find me. I'm at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Uh, and you go to CortexMerch.com and find perfectly named products through and through. Mm-hmm. Consistent mm-hmm. branding, you know? I mean, when there's only one product. That's, that's, like that's, just... an, ab- that's an abject lie. We have... <laughs> we have... How many products do we currently have for sale? Five. At least three. Five. Let's well, go. The subtle notebook, the theme system journal, the original tee, the original hoodie, the original pin. See that? Consistency. Mm, nice. nice, nice, nice. I mm-hmm. like it. I like it. Um, so, yeah, go check those out. Uh, thank you to the pen, the, the pen Chalet. Thank hey, you you're welcome. Chalet. I thought you were going to thank you to the Ron thank- at the Pen Chalet for thank supporting you, the Ron. this episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>